CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. A few sports books posting college football win totals at the South Point, one of VSIN's homes. They have posted college football win totals for conference games only. On my guys of the desert with Daniel Alvari and Wes Reynolds, Wes discusses the Big Ten. When I look at kind of just the, I guess, overall lay of the land there in the Big Ten, Michigan now has a new starting quarterback. It's going to be Cade McNamara. Joel Milton is now at Tennessee. Zach Charbonnet was their number two leading rusher, actually now to your alma mater at UCLA. So, So Michigan's got to replace a couple personnel guys on defense. I'm wondering the two teams that were kind of the surprises last year, and that would be Indiana and that would be Northwestern. Are those two teams going to regress from what we saw last year? Northwestern, of course, made that Big Ten title game against Ohio State and Indianapolis. Ohio State ended up winning that game. Indiana got left out. Tough opener for my Hoosiers, Danielle. They have to go to Iowa to start the season, and they're probably going to be about five, five and a half, six-point underdogs. I think that's a fair price. That's what I've kind of seen out there in the market. And then Indiana is going to have to face Cincinnati at home. Now, that is not a conference game, obviously, but that's still a tough game that can kind of affect the rest of your season. So Indiana's got to get going with that tough schedule. Northwestern's is a little bit more manageable, but they don't really return a lot, especially on offense. So we'll see what Pat Fitzgerald can do there. I'm hopeful for Indiana. 
you know, I, but now that you're at eight in terms of regular season wins and five in terms of conference wins, this is new territory for the Hoosiers. V-SIN's Wes Reynolds on My Guys in the Desert, weekdays 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on V-SIN. Big Ten Conference only win totals at the South Point. Ohio State over under eight. Wisconsin seven and a half. Iowa six and a half. Penn State six. Michigan, Minnesota, and Indiana at five. Big Ten victories each. Euro 2020 gets underway after a one-year delay due to COVID-19 on a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Paul Carr discusses one of his favorite prop bets. I like Turkey, and they're a little bit of a... I don't know if dark horse is the right term, but they, they played really well in qualifying. Um, I, and I say this with a caveat that qualifying ended like a year and a half ago for a lot of these teams. So there's a there's a whole lot of, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but the bottom line is I like Turkey here. They have a guy named Burak Yilmaz, who's 35 years old, scored 16 goals in France for the champion Lille. And again, this is a Turkey team that just has a, some good attacking pieces. So uh, I think they will advance. And if they get out of the group stage, that means they're getting at least four games. And that's why I'm going to take over three and a half goals for Turkey. This is for the whole tournament. Uh, this price is minus 150. Uh, so I think they're going to get four games. That's just a goal a game. They have the attack and the pieces to kind of put it together and, and do this. So Turkey's a decent kind of mid-level Euro team. So I, I like them scoring three and a half goals in this tournament. And I like that minus 150. Okay, again, not all of these are just to win the whole thing, which Turkey, by the way, would be 50 to one. This is Turkey yeah. over three and a half goals for their entire run in this tournament okay paul carr in the numbers game on vsin be sure to check out the new betting splits feature on vsin.com before you place your next bet every day we're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game you can track which teams are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge Betting splits plus the live odds, line moves, and game analysis makes vcin.com the place to visit before you place your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. The best golf handicappers in the business are at VSIN, and the best place to find them is on the Long Shots podcast. The Long Shots panel. That is now nine wins over the last 12 weeks. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds analyze every aspect of each tournament. It's the best part of his game right now. Yeah. He's stopped in and strokes game putty. And talk with the industry's best guests. We are proud to have Scott Van Pelt with us. I just like Thomas because the trend line's really good. Download Long Shots at vsin.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools, including odds comparisons from sportsbooks across the country, prop bet search engine, and custom parlay calculator. Everything you need to increase your betting knowledge and confidence is at your fingertips. Visit vcin.com today.
Welcome back into the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook. My partner, Wes Reynolds, is in fabulous downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino. Welcome to hour number two of the program. And that means time to be joined by our friend Mike Peranio, the director of race and sports here at the Mandalay Bay. Been a while, my friend. We had to take a month or two off yeah. here, and now we're back in action here at the Mandalay Bay. So good to be back. And Mike, uh, of course, Wes, as you know, is a great golf handicapper. The first thing he says is, uh, let me see that leaderboard on your monitor there, Brady. I've got Harris English at around 40 to 1. Sure enough, English, one shot off the lead. Mike's at it again. And he says, who is this guy, Tane Lee? And I said, well, Wes described earlier, he looked up the profile on the young man, and he's ranked about 1,800th in the world. And Mike goes, geez, I think I'm 1,900th. <laughs> yeah, Tane Lee, uh, who did not, uh, I was looking up his standings in the official world golf ranking, and you mentioned it, Brady. 1,882 in the world currently. Tane Lee, who lives in Irvine, California, 31 years old, played his golf at Claremont McKenna College, which is actually a Division three school. So he previously played in terms of a tour. He was on the McKenzie Tour up in Canada back in 2019. Did not have an event under his belt per the official world golf ranking. May have played in some kind of minor tournament, but nothing that's going to give you a WGR points, so obviously not at the top level, but nevertheless one-shot lead over Harris English and Jesson Hadley, Doc Redmond, Dustin Johnson at eight under par, now three back, and really one of the things to observe here, with the exception of Dustin Johnson, a lot of these leaders, and, and Harris English also won here in Hawaii earlier this year, yeah. a lot of these leaders are really outside the top 125 in terms of FedEx Cup points. So that's why a lot of these guys played this week before the week before the U.S. Open. Because this is an event when the field quality is a little bit down and you don't have a lot of the top players in the field. This is where you can get a good finish and pick up some FedEx Cup points. And Mike Peranio, of course, ranked uh, 1883rd <laughs> in the world, just one spot lower than Tane Lee, who is currently leading the Palmetto Championship. The Washington Nationals are out in the top of the, or in the bottom of the sixth inning, rather. The Giants will have three more outs to try and tie this ball game in game one of this doubleheader with the Washington Nationals leading currently two to nothing. Mike, uh, let's talk over about your handle in the NBA, the NBA playoffs, how those have been for you so far, but specifically tonight's game, the Los Angeles Clippers now in a 2-0 hole headed back home uh, trailing the Utah Jazz two games to none, and Utah has uh, covered, let's see, I, I think they've, the first game landed right on the number. They certainly covered game two. Tonight the Clippers move into the role of the favorite and here at BetMGM they're laying five points. Now they were in a 2-0 hole against the Dallas Mavericks. We know what happened there. How's it been as far as the betting so far on the Clippers? Yeah, no, we're getting good action on the Clippers, and the NBA tends to, when that's the one thing about the NBA, now that fans are kind of back, uh, these home t home teams have a bigger advantage than when the COVID was here. Uh, playoffs used to be fairly easy to handicap, even from a casual standpoint. Uh, teams that lose at home generally win at home the next game, no matter what the line is. Uh, but it's a little bit different this year, but you got to look for the Clippers to bounce back on this. But the Jazz are a strong team. The West is kind of amazing. I, I still think Phoenix is playing well and has a strong team, and I think they get overlooked a little bit out here in the West. Uh, even Denver is a decent team. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. The East is all messed up uh, because of injuries, and I'll be honest with it, we still have a huge liability on the Atlanta Hawks, mm. which... 
if you're if you follow sports books, you might be thinking that's maybe the Hawks are or have a decent shot if the books are going to get killed on it. But uh, I don't see. You know, it looks like Philadelphia's injuries are back and they're back and, and playing well. And the Nets, uh, unless Harden misses an extended period of time, I don't think he is, but I don't see, they look like the Golden State of two years ago now, the new the Brooklyn Nets. So they're going to be tough, but the East is always overlooked in these because we're on the West Coast. Now, maybe not back in New Jersey at our BetMGM hub there, uh, but out here you tend to see the, the futures and even regular bets. The West Coast gets hit harder out here, and you can find a good advantage with those East Coast teams. They play a little different kind of basketball, although not as much as it used to be. It's kind of evened out. But uh, we definitely have a huge liability on the Hawks, and pretty much we have big wins on everybody else now. So it's working out. The guys at BetMGM Trading have done a good job of getting us out of the we were, I think, a couple of weeks ago. We talked; it was, wasn't looking as good as it is now. Then it helps the Lakers are out. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, I was going to ask you actually about the West in a macro sense. Obviously, you've lost one of the Los Angeles teams, being the Lakers, and the other one down two nothing. Obviously, that is far from over. But it, it looks like we're getting Phoenix there, and Denver is going to be out. So a Phoenix Utah Western Conference Finals, which I would like to enjoy as a basketball fan, it's not going to set the network executives on fire. But I think it just may be very good for you guys at BetMGM. Yeah, I mean, as far as it would be good for us, period. But you're right, totally right. I mean, the dream matchup out here would be, I guess, Clippers and Lakers. But uh, we're not going to see that this year. And uh, it's 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 interesting, though, with the nationwide aspect of this now uh, and being spread out. We were usually at more liability if it was just Nevada taking bets because of the regional betting. But now with us having expanded roles all over the country, that helps us actually from a trading standpoint, even out the books, and, and uh, it, it makes it a little easier to make money. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Mike. I really like the Phoenix Suns, too. I think they're kind of the forgotten team yeah. here in the West, and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm rooting for them to go all the way to the finals. I, I like to see new blood, and it looks like we're probably going to get that. I'm kind of uh, rooting for a 76ers Phoenix Suns final. I think that'd be cool to watch. Um, but let's shift over to the ice. Of course, yeah. the Vegas Golden Knights have been a huge story here in all four years of their existence. But once again, for the third time in four years, they are in the conference final and, and what a price I mean minus five dollars in the series price series price against the Montreal Canadiens are you seeing some early action on Vegas yeah I mean I, I saw minus 400 on it to start with so we're you know believe that's usually not the case if it's at minus 400 it's hard to get money sometimes right but now we're up minus 500 uh it's interesting, too, because we win on every future now except for the Golden Knights, which, mm -hmm. you know, being the hometown, that may happen every year. So it's maybe not not that bad a deal for us. But uh, the Knights, I, I was looking at it. It's not the thing, same thing I did with the college basketball tournament. But, but it seems to me you've got the Lightning and the Knights to win the Stanley Cup at pluses. Yeah. It's not that bad and not that far out of the realm of possibilities to make substantial bets on both those teams to win. You're getting plus on both sides. Of course, if you have one of those underdogs beat them in the series, you're going to be crying. But uh, that's a pretty good opportunity when you get plus on both. And I don't see how either one of those don't get to the finals. But, you know, you never know. Vegas has seen like we had it wrapped up and we get a 
you know, a 10-minute major penalty and lose a three-goal. I will never let that go, by the way, NHL. <laughs> I will never let that go. Mike, uh, as you mentioned here, it looks like at least one-way traffic on VGK from a series standpoint. Are you getting any interest at all on the New York Islanders? I've seen some sharp guys that say, okay, at 250 or better, I might be interested in this team that plays very good defense and a physical brand of hockey and has a coach, obviously, that won the Stanley Cup a couple years ago in Washington. Any interest in the Islanders, or is it all lightning at this standpoint? No, you're, you're exactly right, Wes. That's the one matchup. Where it, we can't, we're not going to be able to get much on the Vegas series, but that there are people that, are, that, that that's a lot tighter series. you got to figure maybe Tampa Bay isn't as, as, as pumped up as they were maybe last year. But the Islanders have a great team. They kind of match up as good as anybody can with Tampa Bay. That's a better matchup than the, the Golden Knights matchup, in my opinion. But still, it's Tampa Bay. I would, you know, th that's still a, a tough series for the Islanders to win. Now, Mike, I want to have Wes talk to you about the UFC card. Adesanya back in action yeah. this evening, and I've go I know you've got some liability there, but you also told me before we went on air that you've got some pretty big decisions on some baseball games. What's going on on the baseball Yeah, I mean, today? it's interesting now that the playoffs aren't even playing every day. It's kind of weird how the public just... Yeah, shifts yeah. to whatever's actually to bet, actually right? going <laughs> daily. So, you know, when people say this isn't about entertainment, it's absolutely about entertainment, and you can tell when something's not going. People don't even care about sports or betting sports that they don't care about. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a different type of thing. Yeah, we've got some pretty good decisions on baseball. It, you know, and surprisingly, we need the Padres, which hasn't happened mm. most of the season this year. We've been getting people betting the Padres, and they're really hyped on the Padres. But we do need them today. Uh, we need the Tigers. We need the Yankees, uh, which doesn't surprise me. I think the public's yeah. starting to bet against the Yankees, which is probably too little too late. They should have bet against them earlier. <laughs> they, sure. the, those bats will eventually come around. So it's right. kind of. But we do need the Yankees today, too, and the Angels against the uh, Diamondbacks. We have a pretty good liability. So it's interesting. We usually don't have that kind of liability on golf. But with the lack of other games, it's it's kind of shifting there. Mike, before I get to the UFC, BetMGM, of course, and, and including right here in Nevada, is booking the Super Regionals down to the Final 16 here in college baseball before we go to Omaha next weekend for the College World Series. I know there's a lot of passionate bettors, particularly in the southern part of the country, with so many teams here in this round of 16 that, that like to bet this college baseball and follow this all year round. Are you seeing any, any interest in terms of at the window maybe a little more so nationally here than in Nevada, but are people going ahead and betting these Super Regionals right now? Yeah, and it, it's not, it is kind of surprising. Actually, a buddy of mine's from Arkansas and Nebraska thought we had Arkansas, and uh, they came back and beat us and eliminated us. But, that team uh, looks really good. Yeah, they're, they're a very they're good very team. Good. That would have been a huge upset if Nebraska would have beaten them, but they had a shot. But, uh, yeah, the and not only are we taking the World Series of Baseball, we're taking the women's softball. Oh, cool. Uh, so it, it's it's a double double whammy where if you any interest in at all. Uh, it's a great atmosphere. I'm from Nebraska, Lincoln, so I know all about the World Series in Omaha, and it's a great time. It's a it's a great venue. Uh, 
I did leave there because of the heat and humidity, which is kind of can be bad this time of year. But uh, is there is there a team, um, you know, of all the teams left in the Super Regional currently that you do have some liability on futures wise? I mean, we have some liability in Arkansas to win it all, but it's it's small money. It's not uh, we're not going to take any big bets on either the women's softball or the men's college World Series. Maybe when it gets closer to the the you know Final Four. Uh, something like that will take some bigger limits, but we're we're kind of limited on what we're going to take on that. Uh, there's so many sports right now; it's hard to be expert on everything. Mm-hmm, that's sure. the challenge we have. The betters—that's an advantage the betters have. And uh, and it's not a bad idea if you're a casual better to look at other sports and other th- other places because you can find. Uh, you know, golf is a good example. Uh, people have picked that up over the summer because it was the only thing to play. Now there's big enough pools in there, and, and uh, it's interesting to see what happens in the in the golf. Mike, Brady talked about the fact that Adesanya in the main event, UFC 263 down in Glendale, Arizona tonight, that getting some bets on him, and it looks like Adesanya getting the money here against Martin Vittori in the main event of the evening, but we kind of have a co-main event here, and we have a rematch of the flyweight championship. Last December, these two actually fought. This was a majority draw because uh, Figueredo did get a point away taken for, I believe, an illegal knee, but it's going to be Figueredo defending his title against Brandon Moreno, just looking at the screen, the price has come down a little on Moreno. I think you're at $2 on Figueredo, plus 165 on Moreno. Where are you sitting with that fight and any of the undercard fights or some of the prelim fights where you're getting hit on right now at BetMGM? Yes, yeah, surprisingly, uh, the, the main event, we don't really have a big liability on that one. But on uh, Vittori, we need him pretty pretty heavily uh that th- it's been up for quite a while this fight so there's been some good action over a long period of time and we're, we're really good at putting these fights up ahead of time especially boxing now uh the trading company at bet mgm has kind of taken the lead in boxing and even a little bit in ufc where we're putting out stuff that other places don't have and i i know it takes a lot of work to look through the menus but uh, there's stuff out there that you can find uh, some good information, good lines, and, and take advantage of it. Uh, we need Hill tonight, uh, Muhammad, Riddell, and Anders are the, the, the ones we need here at uh, BetMGM, uh, which doesn't surprise me. Most of those are, are uh, going against the, the, the favorites. And like we've discussed before, favorites get bet like crazy on straight bets, but we get tons of parlays on the dogs. Uh, and it's interesting, we had a guy betting like, he was trying to bet a 14-team dog parlay in, in UFC, and I told him, I go, you're going to get paid the same amount if you bet nine teams. You're betting five teams that aren't paying you any extra because there's a limit of on oh, the payouts. Oh. And guys have to be careful. I, you know, I'm sure he didn't care. It was a 15, 14-team parlay, so I don't think he expected to win. But that's five teams he didn't sure. have to have. He didn't have to put them on there. How about uh, we've only got uh, about 30 seconds left here, Mike, but uh, obviously you're a very good golf handicapper and a big fan of betting golf. What about the U.S. Open? Is everybody loading up on Phil Mickelson to yeah. go back-to-back? Yeah, what a tough challenge for him to go back-to-back. And But, you know, he needs it, and uh, I would be surprised if he does well. But he's playing well. I mean, he had, there's a shot. I know I've seen 50-to-1 still out there, but 
and and realistically, he should probably be well over 100 to one. Uh, sure. Realistically, do you have some players yeah. in the field that some of the sharp betters have hit already? Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing to me. I I don't think they're sharp betters. I think we're getting lots of public action on the UFC. I'm I'm seeing like Kepka action, uh, and I see I see DJ today. I mean. Kepka and DJ, it's Kepka with the injury, and DJ, they're not playing well. It's hard to believe that people are betting big money on the U.S. Open on that. All right, well, we'll talk to you about that one next weekend. Can't too. wait. Of course, that is next weekend in La Jolla, California, Torrey Pines Golf Course for the third major championship of the year, the 121st United States Open. That's going to do it for this segment with Mike Peranio. Thank you very much for joining us, our friend. We'll be back just a moment here to update all the golf, the baseball, and also the soccer going on in. Euro 2020 right here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. With the Triple Crown Series at an end for 2021, the Ron Flatter Racing Pod looks back, and they also look ahead this week at Times Irreverent. Tim Wilkin of the Albany Times Union reflects on the five weeks in Louisville, Baltimore, and New York. Trainer Wesley Ward looks ahead to next week when he sends a string of horses to England for Royal Ascot. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is available now at vsun.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and it's sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Saturday. The Washington Nationals make it official. They get the victory in game number one of their doubleheader with the San Francisco Giants. Two to nothing, your final there. Game stays well under the total. And now in action, we have the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Yankees. And, of course, we were just on with Mike Peranio, Wes, and he was saying they needed the Yankees. It sounds like the public has been fading this team that has been struggling as of late really for the better part of the season and right now the Phillies out to a 2-0 lead over the pinstripers early. Yeah, Jamison Tyone has now given up four straight hits and he's faced all four batters. Bryce Harper with the two-run single scores the first two and now we still have uh, uh, runners on the corners here. Nobody out 2-0 already. Phillies up on the Yankees so Jamison Tyone having a struggle here at Citizens Bank Park and also a couple other scores. White Sox got three on the board in the first inning take a 3-0 and lead, so well on their way to that over of nine. Francisco Lindor, a two-run homer in the bottom of the first at City Field, now 2 nothing over the Padres. Pirates also got three runs over Corbin Burns, who nobody has been able to hit, and Burns hasn't walked hardly anybody. He has walked a guy and already given up three hits and two earned runs. Buckos with three runs here in the top of the first at Miller Park to lead Milwaukee, and also the Toronto Blue Jays get a 2 nothing lead here after the top of the first. Vlad Guerrero Jr. with a two-run shot. Uh, uh, don't pitch to him if you're Boston, and uh, Nick Pavetta made the mistake of doing so, so 2 nothing lead already for Toronto in Fenway going into the top of the second. Yeah, runners at the corners and nobody down in the bottom of the first for the Philadelphia Phillies with a 2 nothing lead already over the Yankees, and your in-game total has gone to 11.5. The Oakland A's are on the board. They score in their home half of the first inning. one to nothing. they lead over the Kansas City Royals. You mentioned the Pirates. Boy, 3 to nothing over Corbin Burns and the Milwaukee Brewers there west in the top of the first inning. Milwaukee went off as a minus 280 favorite here at BetMGM. The Miami Marlins out to a one nothing lead over the Atlanta Braves in their home half of the first inning. Your in-game total there now at eight. And the Chicago White Sox, you mentioned, out to a 3 nothing lead over the Detroit Tigers. Your in-game total there up to 11.5. And, and Toronto, 2 to nothing over the Red Sox. Now, this is kind of interesting here, Wes. This total closed at about 9.5, I believe, was the number. Always a little bit of a higher total there at Fenway Park. 
Park. It had actually been bet down a little bit from the overnight where it was at 10. But now Toronto gets out to two no a 2 nothing lead in the top of the second inning, and your in-game total only adjusts to 10.5. Is that an opportunity, do you think, to play the over? Could be. I, I, I think, look, you have two very good lineups here. Steven Matz, although he was very strong in that first inning, 13 pitches and struck out two on the side. So, look, Matz, and that's why I like the Blue Jays today, because I think the regression has already come from that hot start he had at the top of the season. So now you're kind of getting the true indicator of what he is. So that's what I why I thought they had a little bit of value today. So certainly that would be at least where I would lean. Not going to get involved, though. But by the way, I do want to update also in the Super Regionals. Mississippi State has retaken the lead 8-7 to seven here in the bottom of the six. Game has already gone over the total of 11.5. Mississippi State was a small favorite over the Fighting Irish today. And, and uh, Noble Field down there in Starkville, proving every bit the hitter's park that I read it was going to be already 15 runs on the board here at the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, that has been a heck of a ball game. Notre Dame with a couple of long balls I saw earlier today, and it's been back and forth between Mississippi State and the Fighting Irish. Let's look over at the uh, Euro 2020, the soccer championship, uh, UEFA championship, and Belgium and Russia now into about the 70th minute, West, and it looked like this game was headed towards over the total easily. Belgium got on the board quickly with a goal early and then added another one in the the first half but there hasn't been any scoring they buttoned up the defense in the second half here still two nothing Belgium and uh, just now into the 70th minute yeah goals for Lukaku in the 10th minute and Mounier in the 34th minute nothing left doing here 70th minute now in St. Petersburg Belgium two nothing over Russia trying to get the first three points all right, we'll take a look at the golf leaderboard for the Palmetto Championship. At last look, Dustin Johnson stuffed one in there and had a look for birdie as he gets his back nine underway. We'll update that when we return right here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to get your work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game at vcin.com slash MLB. Our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season and get started at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. It is not over yet in the bottom of the first inning for the Yankees and the Philadelphia Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies just tack on another one there, make it four to nothing. Jamison Tyson uh, I believe it's already up to 33 pitches, and here comes Aaron Boone out to the mound. That might be it for his pitcher. It looks like he is going to make a move there as the Philadelphia Phillies in their home half of the inning have put up a four spot on the pinstripers. Let's get to some more baseball scores. West, the Oakland A's leading the Kansas City Royals. The Royals now batting in the top.
top of the second. One to nothing athletics. Your in-game total there at nine. The Pittsburgh Pirates leading the Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee now batting in their home half of the first inning. Pittsburgh put a three spot on them early. Three to nothing in favor of the Pirates. Your in-game total now at 10. And the Milwaukee Brewers, this is interesting, Wes. Again, we mentioned in the last segment that they went off as minus 280 favorites. In the in-game market, they are now plus 110. That might be an opportunity to jump on a team that was a huge favorite just not long ago. And Brady, one thing I do want to bring up, just seeing these games here, all the, all 11 of them that have gone off at 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern time this afternoon, a stacked afternoon lineup, you're starting to see the temperatures warm up across the country. So what is happening is when you look at the totals, usually when the temperatures warm up, you're going to get some higher scoring games, mostly across the board, not obviously every single game, but look, you've already got four runs in Philadelphia. You've already got five runs where you've already pushed the first five in Chicago and Detroit. Now the pitching obviously has something to do with that in the individual matchups, but really going forward, I think if you're betting totals, you at least not, you don't want to do it blindly, but more every game, if you're looking to bet the over, bet the over in the overnights and bet the over early, and then if you want to come back on the under, you're waiting for a number on the under, if the numbers kind of indicate to you that it's going to be an under game, you want to go late because now I think you're going to start seeing these baseball totals really get bet to the over in terms of these overnights as we get now we're into the middle of June and later on in the summer, you're going to start to get higher totals and higher scoring games. Yeah, the Chicago White Sox, you mentioned, they broke out to a 3 nothing lead. Detroit comes right back in their home half of the first inning, and they're still batting with two runs. So 3-2 to two now in favor of Chicago. Your in-game total now up to 13.5. Toronto still leading Boston 2 to nothing at Fenway. Boston now at the plate in their home half of the second inning. Your in-game total there up to 10.5. Seattle takes an early lead over the Cleveland Indians, one to nothing. Cleveland now up in the bottom of the first inning and the Tampa Bay Rays they get the scoring going early 3 to nothing over the Baltimore Orioles already in the top of the second inning there and your in-game total goes to nine and a half no score between the Angels and Diamondbacks and your Cincinnati Reds Wade Miley and company taking an early lead over the Colorado Rockies and Herman Marquez West 2 to nothing Cincinnati in their home half of the first inning your in-game total there now up to 10 Nicholas Castellanos considered Continues to murder the ball, Brady. 364 now already drove in the first run via a double. So Reds getting a hit, and obviously the Colorado Rockies road woes, at least early on, continue. Two runners still on, bottom of the first two outs. Suarez is going to try to drive another one or two in here, but one nothing early for the Reds over the hapless Rockies, at least on the road. Dustin Johnson was not able to convert that short birdie putt. Looked like about a five, maybe six-footer. Certainly an opportunity missed for DJ. He remains at eight under par for the Palmetto Championship. Tane Lee hanging on to that lead. He started out red hot. I think he was four under through his first six holes. He has stayed even par ever since. Cooled off a little bit here. Now he is through 12 holes for the championship on the Saturday round, and he is at 11. 
11 under par to lead Harris English and Chesson Hadley, each by a shot. Dustin Johnson is the next closest contender at 8 under par, three shots back of that lead. And if you look at the live odds here at BetMGM, Wes, Dustin Johnson has drifted a little bit, but they're really not ready to favor Tane Lee just yet. Tane Lee at plus 450, Johnson three shots back at plus 275. Harris English is your favorite at 2-1. to one. Yeah, and you would expect that to be the case, obviously. Tane Lee, not a lot of evidence of great form coming in, but certainly has the lead, one-shot lead right now. You mentioned Harris English, 2-1, to Chesson Hadley, 6-1, to Dustin Johnson, 11-4, to plus 275, three back. Uh, two guys in the clubhouse at seven under par, Richmond, Indiana's own BVP, Vauban Belt, first time in a long time. He's been on the leaderboard. Seven under, he has finished with his round. He is 80 to one right now at BetMGM. Terrell Hatton, who was one of the shorter prices going into the event, obviously not a lot of top class here at the, at the high part of the field, but he is 18 to one. He has now finished up seven under par. A couple others at seven under par, Johnny Vegas, one hole left to play. Eric Von Royen, still with plenty left to play. I believe he's in one of the final two pairings. He is currently at seven under par. So obviously very wide open when you have a guy that has not been in this in this position, Tane Lee, not certainly very often, if ever, being ranked 1,882 in the world. So Harris English, despite being one back, is your odds or is your favorite at least at two to one. And by the way, the leading group is through the 12th hole. So still six holes to play here on this round on Saturday. Dustin Johnson into the par 5 12th hole out of the sandy area. Looks like he's got about 20 feet left for his birdie there to get to 9 under par. Over to the Super Regionals, Wes. It looks like they are still in a delay between mm-hmm. Dallas Baptist and Virginia. That score is currently 6-5 to five in favor of Dallas Baptist and the wild game between Notre Dame and Mississippi State no change since we last updated it Bulldogs on top of the Irish 8-7 to seven in the top of the 7th inning there and Stanford and Texas Tech I don't know if something changed here my screen is flipped but uh, I thought I saw Stanford out to a 2 nothing lead there over the Red Raiders that would be a sweep of this series yes. and the Cardinal would advance it's now off my board for for some reason. We'll see if it'll Three update nothing. here in a Stanford minute. Stanford just added a run here in the bottom of the fifth. So that is your score in Stanford if they are able to advance. It looked like they would uh, go ahead and play Arkansas and Omaha, but Arkansas has got to take care of business right now. They are down 5-2 to two to NC State here early on, I believe, in the fifth inning. Of course, Arkansas with that 21-2 to win yesterday. Yeah, the Wolfpack looking to bounce back here and even this series at one apiece. Of course, they play a three-game set, best two out of three, and right now NC State up 5-2 to two in the bottom of the fifth inning. We'll come back and update the rest right here on the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. In the ring with BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on the MMA champ to defend his title tonight, June the 12th. Simply place your first bet with the bonus code VSIN100. Enjoy the fight night more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Iowa, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan Associated Persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and Nevada and Virginia and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 800-889-9789 in Tennessee. And 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available 
in Nevada. Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. I'm live here at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. Good to be back here. We took a couple month hiatus and uh, Wes, of course, down there at the Circa Resort in downtown Las Vegas. So occupying a couple of the best resorts in the entire state is the Green Zone here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and happy to do this inside a sports book on the weekend. No better place to be in Las Vegas, in my opinion. And Wes, let's take a look at the uh, baseball scoreboard here. Nothing really to update as far as some of these games on the that started in the 1 o'clock hour, except for the Colorado Rockies have put a run on the board. Cincinnati now leading 2-1 to one in the top of the second inning there at Great American Ballpark. Everything else pretty much remains the same. But I want to get to the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Yankees and talk a little bit about the American League East. Philadelphia finally got out of that first inning, the bottom of the first inning. They scored four times. New York has already removed Jamison Tyone from the game. Aaron Boone came out when it was four to nothing and replaced him with a reliever. So Philadelphia doing damage early here to the or to the New York Yankees. And we've seen their odds change quite a bit to win the division in the American League East. And these are courtesy of our friends at BetMGM. The Yankees were plus 160 to win this division last week. They are now plus 210, better than 2-1 to one to win this division. And this is a team, if I recall, prior to the season starting, I want to say they were somewhere between minus 115 and minus 130 or so. They were minus money to win the American League East. And now currently they not only trail the Boston Red Sox, but also the Tampa Bay Rays, who are in first place by a game ahead of Boston. And the Rays are at plus 135 to win this division. Yeah, the Yankees, for me to get involved, I think that they would need to drift a little bit more. And if you take it in a macro sense, I've seen some 10-to-1s and 12-to-1s. I'd probably need some 15-to-1s before I get involved on the pinstripes in terms of the World Series price. Now, in terms of on the offense, and I'll start with their first The Yankees actually have had the unluckiest offense in baseball this season. If you look at their weighted on-base average uh, versus uh, their X-weighted on-base average. So there is a differential. And I was reading an article... They have the single unluckiest offense, uh, StatCast, which does a lot of these advanced metrics here in baseball. That dates back to 2015, and the Yankees right now have the unluckiest offense in baseball. So every single hitter on the team, except for, I believe, the backup, Tyler Wade, has underperformed this year when you look at what were the expected metrics. So that's really, I think, been their trouble. If you look, they were averaging, I believe, earlier this week, they were averaging about 3.7 runs a game, and that is well under where they should be. They're just they're finding they're hitting into a lot of double plays. They're not getting their base runners in. They're stranding a lot of guys. So, you know, you, you don't want to necessarily panic if you're the Yankees, but it is a cause for concern. And then, of course, what we saw this week uh, – MLB is cracking down on those sticky substances, and Garrett Cole obviously found himself in a little bit of a pickle because his spin rate has been up. So, you know, now he's going to start to get some heat, uh, and that could give you pause. How is that going to affect him? Obviously, he was very uncomfortable with the questions. He was asked about that in a post-game media availability after his last start. 
You do have Kluber missing a little bit of time. I mentioned in terms of the top of the hour when we were previewing this game, eventually they're going to get Luis Severino and Zach Britton and Darren O'Day back, you would think, into their bullpen. And I know they blew a save the other night, but Chapman, obviously one of the best closers. And if you add these arms to what they already have, they're still one of the best bullpens in the game. But you want to see what the Yankees are maybe going to do at the trade deadline, too. I think that this is kind of decompressed in terms of a future price, not only division, but World Series, because what do we always see the Yankees do? Brian Cashman seems to go get somebody, but he's now operating within some constraints a little bit if you read a lot of the New York papers. The Steinbrenners do kind of want to stay under that tax or as close to under that competitive hey, Wes, Yes, go ahead. Just as we uh, knock the Yankees here, Gary Sanchez uh, lands one in the seats for the pinstripers, so they are on the board. A solo shot for Sanchez. Now 4-1 to one in favor of the Phillies. Yeah, Gary Sanchez, that's kind of the one thing he can do is knock balls out of the yard. That's his eighth on the season, but only hitting 218, much like a lot of the other Yankee hitters I mentioned. They're very much struggling, but... You want to see what the Yanks are going to do in terms of the deadline to get a bat. If this got to like 15 to 1 in terms of the World Series or this got to like $3 or plus 350, I would certainly be interested in Yankees futures because I don't think that they're that too far back yet. The Red Sox do look like they're here to stay at least, but how long can their pitching kind of hold up? Remember Chris Sale out for the year, so nobody I think saw this coming from the Red Sox. Maybe they were going to be a few games over 500 team. I did take the over on the season wins, but I didn't expect this to be coming. But right now, the Tampa Bay Rays, absolutely the rightful favorite. Uh, Glasnow, I think right now is a very much an AL Cy Young candidate. So they're going right now, but I want to see the Yankees drift up before I get involved. And the first hiccup for Tane Lee in his round today. He makes a bogey on the 13th hole. He drops back into a tie for second place with Harris English at the Palmetto Championship. Chesson Hadley was your 36-hole leader at 11 par, 11 under par, and he is back there now at 11 under par for the championship, even par on his round today. And Dustin Johnson is three shots back at 8 under par, one over on his round for the day. Wes, let's also take a look at the National League Central. That's another division where we've seen some change in the pricing, and specifically on the Chicago Cubs. You remember, they kind of got red hot there for a minute, and they were actually on top leading the division. The St. Louis Cardinals had been on top for so long, and you talk about unlucky on offense for the New York Yankees. We talked to Mark Borchard uh, a couple of weeks ago when you were back in Indianapolis at the 500, uh, and he talked about the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals, by his numbers, is one of the very luckiest teams in baseball. And sure enough, we've seen them regress. But in the last week and a half or so, so have the Chicago Cubs. They were at plus 290 to win this division last week. They're now back up to plus 350. And when uh, Mark Borcher did talk about that St. Louis luck, a lot of it is who's starting tonight. That would be John Gant, 263 on the ERA, 519 on the XFIP. Did get hit around uh, last week against Cincinnati last Sunday, but still a huge difference, almost two and a half runs difference higher on the fielding independent pitching, which I think is more of an indicator in terms of how a pitcher is pitching more so than the ERA. So you've had some of these pitchers, I think, you know, get a little bit lucky, maybe Balls don't find holes that are hit hard at them, and the defense makes plays for the Cardinals. And that's why I think you've seen them be a little bit lucky, and they've fallen off to where they're only one game over 500. By the way, the Cubs 
will host the Cardinals tonight, Hendricks against John Gant. Hendricks has taken the money a little bit, about a 20-cent move or so you've seen on that. Maybe fading this John Gant luck that we have seen so far this season. The Cubs are a team that's been a big surprise for me because I thought, okay, if they're around 500 or a little bit less at the All-Star break, this team might be sellers because they've got some free agents where they want to get something out of these guys. I believe Baez is a free agent. Chris Bryan. So you thought maybe they were going to be sellers at the deadline. The Ricketts family has been crying poverty. So perhaps some crocodile tears there on the north side of Chicago. But nevertheless, they're tied with the Brewers. The Brewers have been getting it done because their pitching has been the best in the division. Their hitting has not really met their pitching. Christian Yelich now back in the lineup, but he was out for a while. Lorenzo Cain is out. Hiura had been out. So Milwaukee just hasn't really been hitting this season. By the way, the Brewers down 4 nothing here in the top of the second to the last place Pittsburgh Pirates. But the Cubs look like they are the mover here. Now Cincinnati, if they can get their pitching together, especially their bullpen, that's really what's held them back. But if it heats up in the summer and they're in a hitter's park, Cincinnati is going to be able to score some runs at the plate. We'll see if the pitching can hold up. It is not so far in this game this afternoon. Reds jumped out to a 2 nothing lead, now gave up three here in the top of the second, and the Rockies do have the lead bottom half of the second now at Great American Ballpark. But certainly the Cubs, I think, are the mover, even though they had that shaky road trip at San Francisco and San Diego. They're the team that definitely has outperformed based on their expectations. The UEFA European Championship, the game has gone final between Belgium and Russia, and this game now goes over the total as Belgium adds a late goal, 3 to nothing. your final Belgium over Russia. And back over to the Super Regionals College Baseball as we make our way down to the final eight teams on the road to Omaha that will complete, uh, compete for the College Baseball Championship, World Series Championship. Still in a weather delay between Dallas Baptist and Virginia 6 to 5 right now in favor of Dallas Baptist over the Cavaliers. NC State hanging on to a 5-2 advantage over the number 1 seeded Arkansas Razorbacks. They're in the bottom of the 6th inning in that one. That series is currently led by Arkansas one game to none, so NC State trying to even things up there and force a championship third game. Stanford looking to pull off the sweep of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Now 4 to nothing in favor of the Cardinal in the top of the 6th inning there. And Notre Dame and Mississippi State. I looked up, it was 8 to 8. Now it's 9 to 8. Mississippi State retakes the lead west. This is a wild one. We'll have to get some notes on this one and talk about it coming back in the top of the next hour here. All kinds of baseball, college and pro, on your Saturday in mid June. We'll come back with more of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM in just a moment. Stick with us on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 